Broadcasting from the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains right here in the star city of Roanoke, Virginia. Welcome, my friends, to the Jamie Lee Show. Grab your loved ones and hug them close. You never know how long you have. This past month of May, we lost some more superstars in the rock and roll era. Tim Bachman, one of the co-founding members of Canadian rock group Bachman Turner Overdrive, died at the age of 71. His brother Robbie, who played the drums in the band, died in January, if you recall. Tim was the guitarist and vocalist with his brothers, Randy and Robbie, along with Fred Turner. Tim Bachman played on the first two albums in 1973, including on the hit song, Taken Care of Business. Tim said, come on now, let it ride. In 2014, the band was inducted into the Canadian Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and this was BTO's sole number one song, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet.
We lost another Canadian singer, songwriter in May. Gordon Lightfoot was 84 years old. Gordon Lightfoot's six-decade career began in the early 1960s and went worldwide in the 1970s thanks to a string of influential hits. He scored four top ten hits on the Billboard Hot 100 in the 70s, starting with If You Could Read My Mind, which peaked at number five in 1971. Next up was his number one hit song, Sundown. I can see her lying back in her satin dress In a room where you do what you don't confess Sundown, you better take care If I find you been creeping round my back stairs Sundown, you better take care If I find you been creeping round my back stairs Carefree Highway reached number 10 on the charts. Both songs were from his 1974's Sundown album and his only number one album on the Billboard 200. Lightfoot was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2012. He won June awards in his native Canada, capped by his induction into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame in 1986. He won four Juno Awards for Male Vocalist of the Year, 1971, 1973, and 1975, and two for Composer of the Year, 1973 and 1977. Lightfoot was nominated for four Grammys, but never won. Gordon Lightfoot wrote about then 400 songs about what he loved, and what he missed. He was one of the greatest songwriters of his generation, with melodies set to words that touched on everything from highways and hilltops to lovers to loneliness. Finally, there was the most epic song of his catalog, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which was released in 1976 and peaked at number two on the Hot 100. The song told the story of the fatal sinking of the SS Edmund Fitzgerald a year earlier in Lake Superior, which killed all 29 men aboard the Great Lakes freighter. They might have split up or they might have capsized. They may have broke deep and took water, and all that remains is the faces and the names of the wives and the daughters.
legend lives on from the Chippewa on down at the big lake they call Gitchagumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early. The ship was the pride of the American side, coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most, with a crew and good captain well seasoned. Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms When they left fully loaded for Cleveland Then later that night when the ship's bell rang Could it be the north wind they'd been feeling? Tina Turner, the trailblazing queen of rock and roll, the exuberant heel-stomping, wild-haired rock goddess who sold out stadiums, earned a dozen Grammy Awards, and won the adoration of fans around the world in an electrifying music career spanning five decades, died at the age of 83. is a music legend and a role model. The arc of Tina's high-flying but tumultuous life was a music industry legend as well as the basis for a hit 1986 autobiography called I, Tina. It's physical 
Tina Turner ascended from rural roots to the heights of national stardom, blasting into public consciousness as one half of the sensational rhythm and blues duo Ike and Tina Turner, and later establishing herself as one of the most popular black female solo artists in the world. She was the first woman and the first black artist to appear on the cover of Rolling Stone, and her massively successful solo career broke barriers for future generations of black women in music. But along the way, she experienced personal upheavals and private traumas. She alleged that Ike Turner, her ex-husband and artistic collaborator, subjected her to years of horrific physical abuse and tried to take control of virtually all aspects of her life. In the late 1970s, she managed to extricate herself from her husband and set out on her own. In the 80s, Tina pulled off one of the most triumphant comebacks in modern rock music, reinventing herself as a gleefully liberated hitmaker who topped the Billboard charts. In 2009, Tina Turner hung up her dancing shoes. She earned eight competitive Grammy Awards, three Grammy Hall of Fame prizes, and a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Trophy. She was a two-time inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, first with Ike Turner, 1991, then a solo artist in 2021. Tina Turner. Simply the best. This is Jamie. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If I should go tomorrow, it would never be goodbye. For I have left my heart with you, so don't you ever cry. The love that's deep within me shall reach you from the stars. You'll feel it from the heavens, and it will heal the scars.